Turnaround Podcast, episode 10, man. We have been this year at it strong. Double digits. Um, like I said, got my right-hand guy um, in business with me always, Corbin Perry. And then we actually got a very special guest with us today, um, Jason McGee. Dr. Jason mm. McGee. Mm. Um, and I honestly don't even know how we became so close over the last few years. Uh-huh. Obviously, I was, you know, being a security officer at GRPS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mm-hmm. were the principal at Coit yeah. at, at the time, mm-hmm. and I think it was at a um, after-school event. I want to say it was some form of, uh, what do you call those, when it's a big gym and there's just tables and everybody get to go see mm-hmm. the different schools oh, and stuff like that. like the, um, the theme school, what do we call it? Like those? displays or something yeah, like it's, that. Yeah, it's like the, the theme school recruitment. Recruitment fair. It's just one of the new districts. Okay. And we locked eyes and we started talking. (laughs) You know, I'm a security, so I'm just going around making my rounds and we started talking and it's like from there, I don't know, man. We just kind of like homies and friends. Like we we had conversations that I haven't even had conversations with people I've known for 10 plus years of my life. So Mm -hmm. it was something, bro. I don't know. It was like that brotherhood automatically between us. So man, it's, bro, it's been a blessing and honestly a pleasure being able to get to know you over the last few years and everything like that, bro. So yes, if you don't mind, man, just kind of get right into it. Just kind of telling the people more about yourself, exactly who you are mm-hmm. and exactly what you do. Man, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for letting me be here. Um, it's real simple, man. I'm I'm just like everybody else. <laughs> man. I'm from a kid from Detroit, humble kid from Detroit. Yes, sir. Um, grew up with parent. My mom worked at General Motors. Yes, sir. My dad dipped out at three. Mm-hmm. I grew up without a father, and then I ended up having to borrow somebody else's dad yep. who was, you know, in the house, and, yep. and I believe it wasn't mine, you yeah. know. And so, uh, growing up, I had to grow up real uh, quick. Yes, sir. Real quick. Eight or nine years old, I was like, my mom was like, yo, it's you. I need yep. you to help us out. Yep. And you got two little brothers, and um, I work at GM, and I work yep. the second shift. So, I ended up being um, everything for them. So I had to stop being a kid at nine years old. Mm. And um, looking back now to that time, I'm like, yo, you shouldn't have to go through that as a kid. Mm. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, you know what I'm saying? So I learned a lot of skills. Like, I learned how to cook. I learned how to iron. I learned how to take care of my brothers because when she was gone to work, we were at home by ourselves. We got home from school. My mom was gone. Mm -hmm. We only really saw her on the weekends. Mm -hmm. At long uh, spurts of time because... You know, you work for General Motors, bro. Sometimes you work in days, then the shift, and you work in afternoons, and you work in midnights. Mm-hmm. So it was always this thing, but there was a good amount of time where she worked afternoons, and I had to hold it down. So making dinner, making spaghetti. After school and everything. Oh, yep. making sure we didn't, yep. we had to play in the backyard because we didn't want the neighbors to know that we were home by ourselves. Yeah. But the thing was, we had a basketball hoop. Dope basketball hoop. <laughs> and guess what? We the only one of them about to have it. Yeah. So who came to our backyard? Everybody. Yeah. And so we had to make sure, like, young come hoop. You know, but then when that stuff would jump off, yeah. it wasn't a good look because she wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, I did that, man. Um, from Detroit, man, Detroit Public Schools. Uh, ended up going to uh, Michigan State University. Yes, sir. Go, uh, from my, go white, man. <laughs> you know, and, uh, that's where I really cut my teeth. Yes, you sir. Know? Michigan State University got my undergrad in uh, graphic design, okay. art education. Went and got a master's degree from there. Yes, sir. Um, and I went and got my doctorate from there. Yes, so I got sir. the trifecta. Wow. Right? Yes, All sir. at Michigan State University. 
right? That's why I met my wife. Uh, wow. Fast forward. Your wife's a doctor, from my understanding, correct? Man, yes, she's. You got a doctor household. Wow. Seriously. Wow. Yeah, so my kids, man, they don't. It's not a game. Like they got. We place the parties. Like they should be working on their thesis right now. Like, take this is home. Like we did. Yeah. So. Uh, no, my wife has a, uh, she has an MB, she's an OBGYN right here in uh, Grand That's Rapids, yep. Spectrum Health. Oh, wow. Uh, she's doing, and guess what? I don't know if you know this. You might not know this. She's back in school. I did oh, not know that. Man, she's working her MBA. Wow. At one of the most prestigious schools in the country, University of Michigan. Wow, wow. Right, wow. Executive director at state. Exactly. <laughs> what are you going to do? That's a real thing, right? You so do? her parents yeah. went to Michigan. Yeah, okay. right. She okay. went to stay for no, her stuff. Right. And so now we got this thing going on. Now you're a split family. family. Right. She got all this gear down. I'm like, yeah. how you going to rock Michigan when we got to. Oh, no. Right. So oh, she, she, she's just so dope, man. She's the smartest person I know. That's and um, I'm glad she took a chance on me. Yes, uh, because we're, yes, we're, we're a really tough couple, man. It's, yes, like, it's like, we here. You yeah. know, so what you yeah. just want to do? Um, and then we got three beautiful kids, man. Um, Eleven. I got a fourteen-year-old yeah. boy, Jason the second. Taylor, she's uh, eleven, yeah. and uh, Cara, he's seven. And this cat's gonna be—he's a gymnast, man. Uh, so he's, up, man. He's gonna go to the Olympics, man, because he's—he's he's dope. Just got invited to go down to Indianapolis. Oh, wow! Right? As a seven-year-old for this program called Future Stars. So when wow. they recognize you, they say, "Hey, come down here and work out with us." For a whole day, yep. like from eight to five, they were working out. Wow! Like he's seven, bro. That's, that's very, that's a very cool. inspiring for him. Probably that's yeah. cool. That's a great memory. He's, yeah. he's a beast. Yes, he learns wow. quick. He's disciplined and he's funny. Yes, but he's just like me. Um, but he's just he's different. Yes, so anyway, man. So yeah. So man, yeah. Um, I'm an educator. Yes, sir. I'm an educator, man. I yep. work in schools. Uh, Right now, in Innovation Central High School, yes, Grand Rapids Public Schools, yes, I've been in the Grand Rapids for since two thousand eight. Yes, sir. You was originally at Creston, correct? Yeah. yeah. Um, and Miss Williams actually. So I told Miss Williams, I said, you know, Jason, but he's going to be on a podcast later later today because mm-hmm. I I served that city. Um, Miss Williams is the gym teacher. She also worked at Creston. If people don't know, the building that City High Middle School is in was Creston. What's it, 19... Oh, man. I have a long list of 50, 60s, or even before, before oh. that, possibly. So when you oh. go up to the school, it's engraved in the building. <laughs> you know, but obviously oh, yeah. everywhere else it says City High Middle School and everything yeah. like that. So um, shout out to Ms. Williams. But um, she spoke extremely highly of you and everything like that as well, man. That's what's so, up. But, you know, That's what's up. You know, but, you're, but you, like you said, you're currently a principal at mm-hmm. Innovation Central and everything like that now. Yeah, and yeah. Kind of go... So you told them more so about the professional side, and I feel like even the things you do on your personal level is still part of your professional. But kind of tell the people what you do besides being a being a principal and everything like that. All right. So outside of being a principal, being in schools, I found a way to tie in what I'm really passionate about, yep. what I do every day. Right? Yep. So I have this a focus uh, to really help schools, families, and communities. Yes, sir. I am a motivational speaker. Yep. Right. I am a life coach. Yep. And um, not, not, and some people call me a chef, man. I'm a home cook. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, you're a chef, man. Yeah. I'm like, What's okay. the difference, okay. man? Yeah, 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 you know. You're a doctor, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, but I, I ain't that kind of doctor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but I still, I still, yeah, I still right there. Yeah. And, and that's what, that's like my moniker now. Like, yeah. even when I go places, go to conferences, 
They're like, hey, what's your name? I don't say Jason because I don't really go by that. Yeah. I go by McGee. I thought but you were going to say Chef. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> I go by McGee, man. It's been McGee for a long time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, with this doctor now, it's like, it's yeah. Dr. McGee. And, like, that's yeah. like the brand now. Yeah. Dr. Uh, McGee is the brand. Yeah. So it's like, let's roll. <laughs> so, yeah, so life coaching, uh, professional speaking. Yeah. Oh, man. And um, that is that, that space. I yes, love sir. it, man. I yes, love sir. it. I love putting on workshops. I love talking to people. I love getting in front of people and uh, having this conversation about confidence and hope mm-hmm. and understanding that there is a way. Mm-hmm. Like that's it, right there. So, there's, a way. there's a way. You know what I'm saying? And 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 and, and so this, I came up with this idea, yes, right? Called the. Uh, so I love leadership. Yeah. Leadership is my thing. Education, and um, I came up with this term. So you always hear about these different leadership styles, yes, right? Sir. So I've always like, what am I? What's my style? Yep. And it's like, okay, I'm a little bit of this, a little bit of that. What I came up with my own style. Yes, sir. I created like, <laughs> it's like hip hop, man. I created my own style. And it's called the transformational leader. Okay. Right? So transformational leadership is what I do. And what that is, is um it's a mix between trans uh transformational leadership. Yes, sir. Where you're gonna transform and change people, places, things, gonna transform. In the middle is service oriented. Right, servant leadership is in the yes, middle, sir. and on the end is inspirational leadership. Yes, so sir. transformational yes, sir. leadership. And I said, that's it, baby. That's yeah, it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, 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 transformational leadership. So um, that's what I'm about, man. So how can yeah. I help transform? How can we serve? How can we inspire yeah. so that people can lead, learn, and love in schools, families, and communities? Yes, sir. That's how I just wrapped it up. Like, 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 <laughs> I just did. Seriously, it. man. Amen. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I do, man. I love it. I love speaking. I love coaching, man. I yes, love sir. helping people find their way, man. So that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Do you feel like your yeah. your childhood, your growing up, was a part of that? Like mm. the fact that you had to be so. Like independent at such a young age and everything, and you kind of push through that and everything. You feel like that those two things are pretty closely related, like because you got out of that, you know. Because you see mm-hmm. people that are in those situations that don't, yeah, don't come out that way, you know. And it's it's hard to understand sometimes why. I mean, you had the setup to not mm-hmm. come out of that situation. I in the shape that you are, you know. Right, right. Um, so a lot of people don't. So you know. Um, that's that's cool that you kind of turn around and to help and people presumably who were in those kind of situations because there's a lot of them for sure it? yeah there's a lot for of sure them. and yeah. you're you're absolutely right yep and to make it make sense to me um, I had to make it work yeah, together yeah. so yeah. so yeah being nine years old being this young man and not being a kid anymore you had to make certain decisions that's and right. sacrifices and compromises exactly. yeah. I learned that stuff early yeah and I knew that in order for me to be successful I had to apply it. Yeah. But I learned it as a, as a kid, Very young. you know. Yeah. Um, so absolutely, uh, yeah. that's where that's where it comes from, man. Yeah, um, that's amazing. Know. Yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes those things are, uh, you know, are um, I don't necessarily want to say traumas. That's not exactly a trauma, but like hardships, you know, and things growing up. Like sometimes it's it's a double edged sword because sometimes people come out of that not so great but sometimes yeah. it's really the fuel that kind of lights yeah. the fire under you you know and it's like you, you kind of wonder sometimes without those situations would I even be the person that I am today would I right. if I could go back would I have it any other way because right. I might not be who I am now and I love who I am now so yeah. would I change that come you on know? man come on it's yeah. like you've been, you been listening in my household <laughs> it's like I had some people talk to my wife the other day and yeah. this conversation came up Yeah. so I feel like you, you've been in my house and you yeah. gotta look at that yeah, look at your technology I, I, I said, you knew I was coming check on here Google. check your Google so, no man check this out it yeah. hit me I went, I went to a conference this past weekend 
And when I came back, I had a chance to really like think through things and um, you hit the nail on the head. I've always prided myself on this being nine years old, being yeah, exactly. grown up, being yeah. able to handle it. Like, yo, I'm good. Like, I forgave my yeah. dad at 15. Like, yeah. who does it at 15? Yeah. But like, dad, I forgive you. That's yeah. what I did, though. Yes, I looked him in the eye and was like, look, you ain't been here. You here now? I forgive you. Yes, 15. Yeah. Yes, but it goes back. I talked to my wife the other day, man, and I was like, you know what? There's trauma. There was trauma with that. Mm-hmm. Being nine years old. Nobody's supposed to... I'm supposed to be nine. Oh, you knew that when you were a kid too. You yeah. Knew that. Other kids not. But I couldn't. I couldn't focus on it because yeah. we had to eat. Yeah. I couldn't focus yeah. on it because we had to go to school. Yeah. I couldn't focus on it, Corbin, because my mom looked me in my eye and said, "She grabbed my face and said, Listen, I need you.' Yeah. I don't have enough for a babysitter anymore. Yeah. So yeah. I need you to be. I need you to be here. Make sure the child don't get caught outside. Make yeah. sure they eat. She said, I just need you. And I said, Mom. Yeah. I'm gonna cry. I looked up and I gave her that. So I got you. Yeah. At that moment, yeah. I stopped being the key. I put childish things away. Yeah. You shouldn't yeah. have to make that commitment no. at, at nine years old. Exactly. And and it's funny. I think me and you may have talked about that with some personal things mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. And for you to mention that, that's probably why me and you connected so well because it was something that you seen in me and vice versa that we we shared that trauma together and it's not necessarily an offense or a bad thing to use that word trauma because no, that, no. That, it definitely is a sense of trauma is, and yeah. bro when um, me and Monique we was up at the lake house this past yeah, weekend yeah. I think Friday we was on a date we was talking and Monique is always as, as my as my woman, as my wife, as my everything, she always trying to figure me out. I think yeah, that's yeah. somewhat yeah, that's yeah. What, what, what women do. Is, uh-huh. is, so in saying that, bro, um, she she was talking about certain things. She said, Brian, I think the reason why you're so mature, why you why you willing to make sacrifices and do those things, because you have to do those things at such at a young age. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know necessarily the word for it, but that is necessarily as a term as when you're a young man. There's no man in the household, and your mom pretty much make you the man in the household at seven, nine, ten years old. Yeah, man. And now you feel like you got to be somebody that you're not even ready to be yet. You got to be 17, 18 at the age of nine. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So do you guys know the exact term for mm. for that? But I, I do know it's a certain term. That that's actually for that piece of trauma um, and everything like that. But mm-hmm. I just I just kind of wanted to share that because you literally was talking in the mirror when you were just kind of explaining your story right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying and everything like that. So I'm thinking I'm like ah, that was somewhat trauma binding when we first met. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Without, yeah. without yeah. even knowing. Without knowing. Yeah. I, I see yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. I see you. Yeah. 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 That's real though. That's real. And there's a turn for it. It's in my mind. It'll come to me. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm probably gonna drive home. Yeah. Like, yeah oh, for sure. it's, it's the buck. Yeah. It's come to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, it's definitely a, a real thing, man. And um, to be able to, you know, take that radar and put that emphasis and focus on yes, it, um, and then leverage that. It makes you a stronger man, man. It does. And it it makes you a stronger father and a stronger husband um, because you have more of a sense of self and it creates that a a broader space or a foundation, strengthens your foundation, fortifies your foundation. Um, So that now when you go to the next level, it's easier because when you push off, it's more solid now. Agreed. Right, for sure, man. So we'll come up with that term. We'll figure out what it is. You know what I'm saying? It'll come. It'll come, it's yeah, it's tough because yeah, it, that's something I've always I've, I've had some a similar situation. I mean, I had I had somebody around. My dad kind of took off. We have a great relationship now for what it is, but 
Um, my mom brought some, so like, I like how you said that you had to borrow, borrow somebody else's, so to speak. But yeah, um, it almost it was kind of a situation where it almost would have been better for me if I had just been with my mom because he was not a great person. So then it became him treating her terribly and me terribly, and it just went on for far too long. It wasn't a great situation, and there's a lot of times in my childhood where I kind of felt resentment and. You know, you kind of you can you can play the victim sometimes. Like, why me? Why is this happening to me? And you can almost do that for your whole life. But if you kind of flip that over and just kind of realize, like, if some of these things didn't happen to people like us, how would any? How would we? How would people like us ever go and help other people who are having the same situations? It's a weird cycle. It's hard to to like look at it and say like it's it's got purpose, but it kind of did in yeah. some sense. You know, because yeah. now we can share how we got through those things and. Uh, relate to people who just feel like alone or lost in those sorts mm-hmm. of situations because I don't understand why but some, some people just handle situations differently and may, you know maybe it was it was your mom leveling with you that made you you know you kind of put oh. your chest out and said all right yeah. I gotta do it. And maybe some maybe some other kids that you didn't have a dad in the house and mom wasn't as strong as yours and so yeah. they kind of they didn't have that call to call to action so to speak and um, so, you know, it, it kind of does make me wonder, like, if we hadn't gone through those things, who would help people that are, you know? Right. So it's a strange oh, cycle. It's a very yeah. strange but here, cycle. Here's the thing, though. We're all wired a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, four, like, premium behaviors that, that we all have. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, the way that I'm wired, I'm wired to please people. Mm-hmm. So, my, my mom... I want to take care of her because yeah. I want her to be proud of me. Yeah, yeah, I want yeah. her to be okay. I want to make sure that she's good. So because if she's good, then we're gonna be good. Sure. So my thing For was, sure. and I've been a people pleaser, and I've been that way all my life. Mm-hmm. Now it's a gift, and it's a curse. Yeah. At the same time, because now when I say I'm a people pleaser. Can you imagine what the other side of that looks like? Yeah, people take advantage of that. Come on. Yeah. Take yeah. advantage of you. You don't you don't reach your goals because you're always taking care of everybody else. You look at yourself last. Sure. You take care of you. And by the time you give yourself in time to you, it's not enough. Yeah. And then yeah. you go back to taking care of everybody else. I took care of my brothers mm. for all their lives, man. And then when I went to college to Michigan State, not left. When I left Detroit, man, I didn't get a I didn't get phone calls from my brothers. We were tight. Really? They felt like I abandoned them. Oh, no. My dad already abandoned us. Yeah. So now Big Brother's abandoned us. Yeah. So now yeah. the way they're looking at men and having yeah. relationships with men, it's like, yo, you know what? I ain't feeling you like that because what's going to happen is I can't get close to you because mm-hmm. you're going to abandon me. Like my dad did, like my brother did. Uh-huh. That's all I got. Yeah. So yeah. it's a yeah. gift and a curse, man, I to did. be able to be wired yeah. the way that I am. But if you're wired a different way, right? So if you're not wired through the people pleasing lens, right? Yeah. Let's say you're wired through um, a lens that says, hey, I always follow the rules. I always follow procedures. Yeah. I always follow these systems. Yeah. And because they're going to treat us right. Yeah. Religion. Yeah. Right? Yeah. On the yeah. church. Yeah. Um, I, I go to school. I do well in school because school starts at this time. I get it. Mm-hmm. I just follow this, this system right yeah. here. Yeah. And then, so you follow that blindly. Great. Yeah, yeah. There's another side to it. Yeah, yeah. You're striving for perfection, quality, excellence. You're so focused on that, you don't even care about the people that are around you. You're yeah. not paying attention to them because yeah. all you focus on is the system. Turn my grades in. Turn my stuff in. Get the, get, and you forget about people. Your relationships suck. Yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah. I'm you, it's a gift and a curse. 
the things that make you strong are the same things that can tear you down that's and be true. a demise to everything that you think about. Or that's to very true. Yeah, right? that's very true. So, so, so yeah. Every so yeah. I study that stuff, man, I, and I love it because right. I think it, it makes. I don't care what industry you're in, if you start processing through how you behave, how you prefer to behave. Yeah. You can go back to that space yeah. when you were 13 years old and you can't wonder, you don't understand why you can't move forward because you were stuck as a 13-year-old. Mm-hmm. And you still stuck there because you never got over daddy leaving. Yeah. Mom getting divorced. The fact that you had to grow up and you didn't mm-hmm. you didn't really forgive your mom for doing that. You have resentment to your mom and you don't even know why. Yeah. yeah. Right? You yeah, didn't get through real. that. So yeah. you stopped growing at 13 and now you're 30. Yeah. With the same problem, yeah. the same daddy issues. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So how can you go back and unlock? You have to increase your awareness of yourself. Yeah. Create your increase your understanding of who you are. Right. So when I told y'all this transformational way, right? Way stands for something. It stands for W A Y. Who are you? Mm. Why are you here? Mm. What are you doing? And where are you going? Mm-hmm. That's it. I asked four questions. I don't care who you are, how old you are. When you when we talking and kicking it. Those are the four questions that are going to come up. If you want me to help you, let's answer those questions. Yeah. And keep answering them because they don't, they... A lot of people probably don't have answers for those questions. Most people don't. No. Especially who are you. Yeah. 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 Too. Some people, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm still figuring that out mm-hmm. to some degree. We figured that out for our whole lives, but mm-hmm. some people figure it out at different paces than others. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, are, a, it's a journey, man. It's yeah. a journey of yeah. a question. You go through it every... You should, you should always be asking yourself... That question. That's very true. Yeah, that's very yeah, true. Man. Let's go. Do, do you guys? So during that journey that, that we were all talking about, um, and I, I want to ask Corbin this first because I know yours is going to take a little bit more to show. Because I want to. <laughs> no, no, it's not a bad thing. I want to hear more about it. But when I had talked about it before the show, how I said we were going to talk about mentors. Mm-hmm. You have those people that you have growing up as an adult who somewhat always been a positive impact on you, somebody that you can somewhat always count on, a person that just, that you had those special moments with as, as a child and as an adult. Um, Corbett, was there a particular person growing up do you think um, that you could look at as a mentor, even a mentor now, as an overall positive role model, yeah. role model or impact to kind of help you get through those traumas or different things like that as a child? Yeah, I was very, very blessed and very fortunate to have my grandparents around. I kind of had a situation where, um, you know, I lived with my mom, stepdad. Uh, I would spend at least a couple nights a week at my grandparents. Right. Just, we just, I just growing up, I think that my mom and and dad were always working. Um, stepdad too, when he came into the picture, they were working a lot. And so when I was very young, uh, my grandparents were always very close by. We lived here in Rockford. And they lived over in Lake Belvis as like five, 10 minutes from wherever we wherever we were living. They were five, 10 minutes away. So I'll go to my grandparents all the time. And uh, my grandparents were, um, they, they were basically mortgage brokers for a long time. They were mortgage brokers for like 30 years. Uh, they were pretty successful. They did really well for themselves. Um, as they got older, they had a, a pretty pretty religious foundation and everything. So I had it was an interesting situation. I had like two very different contrasts. Like um, I love my mom. You know, my mom has grown up quite a bit as a person. But we had some times when I was younger where she was still figuring herself out too. It, it was a little bit chaotic. And what I had at home definitely was not the example for what I wanted to become. What I'm glad I didn't necessarily become. And I was so, so lucky, so fortunate to have my grandparents because 
uh, even though it's some, it's kind of funny because I would, it's um, you, when you live in chaos, you almost learn to love it in a weird way sometimes, oh, or like yeah. learn to, you know, you you almost feel uncomfortable without it. And so it was funny because I go to my grandparents and they were the complete opposite. Everything was always tidy. Everything is taken care of. They're responsible. They're just everything. They're a perfect package. I mean, my grandparents are the best people on earth. Um, They and I would go back and forth and kind of almost sometimes get like annoyed at how I still do sometimes. You know what I mean? At how just damn perfect my grandparents are. (laughs) Like I I lived with them for a little while, a few years ago, and and, uh, for a little bit, and they it was it would bother me so much because. (laughs) <laughs> I'd be going to cook on the stove. It looks like it's never even been used, you know, because they just clean it up all the time. They use it, they clean it. They use it, they clean it. My grandma would be standing there while I'm cooking, waiting for me to finish. You know, I'd throw my dish in the shit and she'd be behind me. <laughs> 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 you know? Not even, not on an obsessive, you know, like uh, controlling. Just, that's just how they are, man. Mm-hmm. And I had, uh, I was so fortunate to have them because um, my, my grandpa was the kind of person that just, um, he was a people pleaser in some sense he would do absolutely anything for anyone who needed help at any time for always the right reasons and just observing that when I was a kid um, seeing him go out of his way to help people and just the way that he treated people was I do, if I didn't have that I really I do often wonder who would I even be if I didn't have them around because all the other influences that I had in my life were not they weren't them you know what I mean and I I do think that because I was around them so much and because they were so goal oriented and successful and and just mindful and always present um, that is what I kind of looked at as a kid and, and, and emulated even though sometimes it was like ugh you know because it's work man it's work to be that way it's work to be uh, to, to to grow up I guess you know and to be an adult and all mm-hmm. that sure. and so living with my mom and, and stepdad a lot was kind of like you know I could be lazy I could I could uh, I could goof off you know I never really got in any trouble or anything but they would kind of just leave me alone and sometimes when you're a kid you kind of like that you kind of want to be left alone sometimes that structure is like yeah. annoying you know and so I had that weird contrast and even though sometimes I go over there you know they you know, uh, had maybe eat my vegetables and stuff. It would annoy me, but I'm thankful for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. So yeah, without them, I, I definitely just, I wonder very often what my life would be like and what, what person I would be without that, kind of that back and forth, that, that just seeing both both sides of the situation, relationships too, you know, my mom and stepdad, it wasn't a healthy relationship. It just never was. Yeah. And so if that had been my only uh, example of what a relationship was like, I can't imagine how I would be in relationships and seeing my grandparents, I think they've been married over 30 years now, perfect relationship. I mean, it just, it just doesn't get better. So being able to, to see that I was luckily able to pluck out like what was right, what was wrong, what was good, what was bad. And I think I was able to definitely mitigate a lot of bad decisions that I could have otherwise made if that was, if my only influence was just not, you know, what if I didn't have them around. So that was definitely that that's definitely my number one my number one role models and uh and uh what did you call it uh influencer uh, yeah. mentors mentors or, yeah they're my mentors for sure and to this day to this day well, i can always look to them for uh for that yeah. sort of thing absolutely yeah it's, so even hearing your story bro maybe that's the reason why me and corbin mm-hmm. connected so well oh, we first sure. met yeah. because yeah I kind of grew up pretty much in the same predicament. Yeah, um, I was yeah. very yeah. close with my grandmother and everything like that growing up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, every day we was 
there after school because my mom got off of work at 7.30. You get out of school at 3. You go to your grandmother's house until I yeah. get off. And yeah. it was sometimes on the weekends we'll go over there and just ha- kind of hang out there with my mom and everything like yeah. that. So yeah. um, I would say my grandmother was probably the biggest impact on me as, as a child. Kind of getting that necessarily, that genuine and unconditionally love. Mm-hmm. I think a grand, I think a grandparent is something that any child oh pretty gosh. much needs. Pretty um, much. They, they kind of just give you something that your mom and dad don't, and and it's not their fault. They're just not as seasoned in the game as far as your <laughs> right, 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 right. grandparents been around yeah. the block and, and all of that good stuff. So yeah. I would definitely say my grandmother, um, my uncle Rick. My aunt Sharon, they used to do a lot of stuff with me and my sister as a kid. They used to reward us by taking us to the movies every month, doing something with us with our report cards, mm-hmm. creating that structure, creating that 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 overall expectation. Mm-hmm. It's okay to do good. Let's let's aim for yeah. for greatness, that yeah. type of thing. So I would definitely say them. Um, and lastly. And I hope I, I'm, I'm actually going to send him this directly. I would probably say Raynard Ross. Oh, and I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. we didn't talked about it, but I don't th- still think he knows. Uh-huh. I would say Raynard was probably the first example, and this is no discredit to any of the the related relationships in my families or any around my, my friends or anything. But when I got into high school, and I met Ross in the eighth grade because he recruited me for the upper bound program. Um, and being a part of that, seeing him interact with his kids, him bringing his wife around during the summer program and stuff, mm-hmm. I never saw that stuff as a kid. It was yeah. normal in my school that if it's 25 kids in the classroom, probably 18 of them don't have mm-hmm. a two-parent household. Mm-hmm. And the ones that do, probably 50% of those are unhealthy. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? So, so saying that, seeing him and then not really knowing the impact he was making on me at the time necessarily, but I would definitely say Raynard Ross, who was a mentor, a brother, a friend, way, way more than that. But obviously even now, um, having, I didn't had personal and challenging conversations with Chris, Chris Mathis, my yep. business coach yep. friend, Ray Jones, business partner and friend, um, having deep conversations, somewhat that we, we didn't mm-hmm. have ourselves and stuff like that. So, um, I told Monique this actually earlier today. I said, babe, I think about it. I don't hang around nobody my age. I said, I need to get some friends. <laughs> I, I need to get some friends. Right? You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you're the closest, yeah, bro. Yeah. Um, everybody else, there's a Me too. 10 to 15 year yeah. gap. <laughs> Me too. Um, and then even growing up, my yeah. best friend was my cousin, Ryan. And Ryan it was I'm twenty eight, he he was seven, eight years older yeah, than yeah. Uh, I mean I would even say that my cousin Ryan made a, a, a very impositive mean positive impact on my life as well. So um talking about mentorship, like mm-hmm. I said, I know I wanted to you to elaborate on this. Um and I wanna share with the people one of your closest mentors, or if not your closest mentor is Eric Thomas. Yeah. Um if Eric Thomas also better known as, as E. T. It's pretty much, you would say, yeah. the most qualified motivational speaker there probably is, oh, I want to say, in the world. <laughs> um, he speaks for NFL teams, yeah. professional yeah. sports. I mean, I seen him one time at Ferris my freshman year. The room was, was packed. I literally was standing by the back door because 
everybody knew what he was going to say was going to make some form of an impact mm. on how they was going to wake up the next morning. You kind of know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, and Mr. Ross actually used to share his videos with me before I met E.T. Well, not necessarily met him, but seen him there at Ferris. So if you don't kind of go deeper into how you guys yeah. got so close and exactly the impact that E.T. makes on you. Great question, man. This is perfect because you're absolutely right. Oh. So I met E. And I, I want to say it was like 99, 2000. I was in Michigan State. Oh. And he just got there, man. I was in a room like you were. Oh. I didn't know who this dude was. We were in a room and they had the speaker come in. Oh. And so I'm in here and I'm watching the speaker. And he, he started the conversation with something I've never heard before. He said, I'm looking around this room. And I can I can assure you that I've never slept with anybody in here. <laughs> and he stopped. And I said, I never heard nobody start like that or like have such a bold confession. Like, yeah, yeah. He started with integrity. That's right. He's letting you know. Look, listen. I I'm not going. I'm not that guy that's going to have skeletons in my closet. I have character. I have that's integrity. Right. So I started listening. And I ain't stopped. <laughs> so from that point, man, Michigan State, he was, um, at the time, he was working on his master's. Yep. Wow. And um, I was finishing up my undergrad, right? And um, I would just see him on campus. Yep. He would speak, I would go. Um, and I was also tied to a guy named DeAndre Carter. Now, okay. before E, DeAndre Carter was the guy doing the motivational okay. stuff. Okay. He was sitting, but when E came, and so um, I would go to all his stuff, man. Anything he did on campus, I would I would be there and I would try to help out and so we got to know each other that way. No. Um, um, fast forward, man, being at Michigan State, fast forward. I would say once he started. So watch this: the video that went viral for him when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. I seen that. Right, that video, right, that was at Michigan State. I made sure several of my students went to see his presentation. And um, they're in the video too. I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, I sent y'all to go see him. Share, yeah. share a little bit of that information to Corbin about that video. The the guru story. Is it the guru about taking them out to the water? Yeah, yeah. Can you share that um, story oh, with Corbin? Is it our viewers and everything right, like right. that? Oh, absolutely. So, um, so check this out. So there was this uh, conference, right? And um, and I ain't gonna say it as good as yeah, I promise you I won't. But I'll give you the gist of it. There was this conference going on, and the guru there was a guru this expert, and um, you know at the end of the conference, this guy walks up to him and said, "Hey man, I want to be successful like you." He said, "Well, if you want to be successful like me, meet me at the beach at four a.m." He said, "That sounds kind of weird, but okay, okay, I'll do it." So the next morning, he got up at four a.m. He sees the guy out at the beach, and he says, "Hey, what's up? Four a.m. I want to be successful. I'm really not trying to swim, yeah. but I want to be successful, right? So, um, what's up?" He said, "Well, come on out in the water." And he was like, oh, "That's kind of weird." So, but I'm gonna come out in the water because you said you're gonna show me how to be successful. And then uh, he moves farther back in the water. He said, "Keep coming." And so, as they kept walking in the water, the water got to about right here, right? And he said, "Come here." And so the guru or this expert, this guru grab, grabbed him and oh, no. dumped his hand <laughs> in the water, right? And so the guy's struggling and he's fighting and he's swinging and um, he let him up, put him back in, right? <laughs> let him up and he said, what did you more, want more than anything in the world at that point? He said, I wanted to breathe. He said, <laughs> he said, if you want to be successful, he said, as 
Oh man, how we say it? I got to rest enough now. He says you have if, to. When you want to breathe as bad as you want to succeed, then you'll be successful. Right, right, right. Yeah. That yeah. was the aha, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you want to breathe as bad as you want to succeed, then you'll be successful. The only thing that God wanted at that time, he didn't want money, he didn't want elephant ears, he didn't want to see his girlfriend, yeah. he didn't care about his shoes, uh-huh. he just wanted the focus. Food. That's all he could He think wanted about. that yeah. breath. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was going to die. Yeah. That's true. There really doesn't seem to be any in between, does there? You can't succeed at a snail's pace. No. Like there's no there's no chipping away at it. Mm-hmm. You know, you just gotta you gotta make a lot of sacrifices to really succeed. Is what I think I've learned. You know, there's just no. I mean, and everybody's definition of success is a little bit relative. But, yeah. I mean, if you really truly want to succeed, if you want to make a difference, want to make an impact. That's very true. You got to be so laser focused and so willing to sacrifice that you got to want it more than anything. Yeah, and I'll, ch- I'll challenge that thought and say, you know what? You might have to chip away at it. Yeah, that's and true. Don't stop. That's true. Right? Yeah, yeah, laser focus right. and chipping away at it. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, that's sometimes right. it takes it, it takes time. You're not going to succeed overnight. And that's, yeah, right, 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 right. So, so yeah, man. I said that's my first to see that, and that jump went viral quick. That's right. When you want to succeed as bad as you want yeah, to breathe, yeah, yeah. then you'll be successful. Yeah. So that thing took off, man. And by that time, I was in graduate school. I was a uh, he. He was in graduate school as well, finishing up. And um, he started hitting the YouTube scene. That's thank up. God it's Monday. Yeah. So every Monday he had this. Thank God it's Monday, and he had these three tips he was gonna give you. And I watched it faithfully. Yeah. I watched it. Faithfully. I like that. I yes, like sir. That. Yes, sir. And um, that you know, and we were just we would just keep in touch from here and here and there. Right, it wasn't because I was gone. Right, I had finally got to a point. I moved to Grand Rapids, so he's still in Michigan State. So I, we would cross paths all the time. Yes, and I said I stayed connected. I mm-hmm. stayed connected. Um, and then once he started to, to really blow, I was like, oh, okay, cool. We 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 on. We on. And um, no, man, I just um, I learned so much from this guy as he grew and developed and created these videos, and then started having conferences mm-hmm. and then T-shirts, and so he built this company. Wow. Right, and. Um, I decided that he <laughs> he is the tribal leader. Yeah. And I wanna follow him. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I did. I did, man. And I, I'm at a point where um I got even though we have a we have a relationship, but I know him, we know each other, he's still my coach. Mm-hmm. He's my coach. So he's my coach as a taught me how to be a uh, a life coach mm-hmm. and a speaker. How can how can I who else would I go to to teach me how to speak? Mm-hmm. Other than the Which, guru was speaking. Right, right, right. Right? <laughs> so, um, and uh, one time, man, we had, it had been a long time since we had seen each other because he's been in Major League Baseball, yeah. uh, commercials, yeah. NBA, NFL, yeah. um, just rocking it, man. And um, I was at a conference called the 1% Conference. And this was probably 2018, mm-hmm. 2018. And I went to the conference. Right. And um, so I'm like, yeah, I'm about to do this life coach stuff, like, Real mm-hmm. and um, at the end of the conference, we were just standing around, minding my own business, and all these people are in line taking pictures with E, right? Uh-huh. And so he's taking pictures and with all these people. <laughs> I'm kind of in the back of the room, just chilling. I'm talking to somebody else. I'm like, I'm talking to the uh-huh. guy. I'm telling you about DeAndre Carter, okay. the other motivation. Yeah. We both were there. Yeah. And so we kicking and chopping it up like we are right now. Uh-huh. And E was like where Corbin is, but about fifty yards away <laughs> uh-huh. at the front of the auditorium. And so at my corner of my eye, I see him say, hold up, hold up, hold up. And he ran down the aisle. <laughs> and he was like, Jay, what up? Uh, and, uh, everybody, and everybody started looking at me like, 
Why would he break doing yeah, what he's doing yeah, for this yeah, dude? Yeah. Like, and looking, yeah. I'm like, y'all just don't know. That's cool. So, no, man, I follow E-Man. He's, uh, not only is he a motivational speaker, not only is he a life coach, this dude, is a, he's a full-blown pastor, man. Oh, wow. He has church. Wow. Like, his own church. Wow. And so, if you think he's a dope speaker... Wait, As a pastor, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, but, but man, his, yeah, but his, but his, but his integrity, his character, it has not changed. Yes, and it's like it's not that he's without flaws, but he's just a phenomenal example, man. Of what it means to be a man, yes, what it means to be a husband, a father, yes, and that's why I take so much pride in that because of people like like E. Agreed. So Agreed. that's my guy, man. That's yeah. my guy. I love that guy, and I'm very um, all out of my success. I owe to to him. Being a phenomenal principal, uh, a phenomenal husband, a father, yeah. I owe it to E, man. So that's, that's my guy, man. Yeah. I just saw him last week, man, and uh, <laughs> it, it was just, it was. I can't, I can't put into words how it felt being in the, just the same room with him. Yes, sir. And I know him. Yeah. Imagine yeah. not knowing him, and then just, bro, it's a whole, it's a different level. Yes, sir. It's different. He's 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 an alien, man. He's he's, yeah, he's not yeah. from here, man. There's people like that, man. Yeah. So that's been my that's been my mentor, one of my biggest mentors, my biggest inspirations yes, um, over the last few years, man. Yes, yes, sir. Well, man, I, I appreciate you sharing that with with ourselves and, and Corbin and all of our viewers, man. Yeah. Um, that's why you know what I'm saying. I was like, man, we got to get Jay on the show eventually because. Yeah. I also want to go deeper into your potential transition. Obviously, a couple years ago, and something that myself and Corbin been doing is obviously working for ourselves, being entrepreneurs, really taking that 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 that, that step mm-hmm. and being like, okay, we're gonna really go with our purpose and everything. Because I see you used that word earlier, and we said purpose. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you being a leader, you being a principal, mm-hmm. I think we can all agree to say that's probably a part of your purpose. No mm-hmm. if, and buts about yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, however, I know we also talked about different challenges and eventually maybe potentially breaking away from other duties and really pouring into all into your motivational speaking mm-hmm. and everything like that. Um and I'm not, not saying necessarily you have to give us an overall time frame of when you want to make that transition or anything like that. But in fact, you if, might not want to. But for the viewers out there, man, that yeah, are in your <laughs> position that's like, man, they got a, an abundance of great things working for them. They're mm-hmm. excellent outside of their 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 nine to five and they potentially thinking about it and highly considering it. What what would be any advice that you would potentially give to them um, as, as you continue going through your process of mm-hmm. potentially transitioning and going to everything um, full time? Yeah. So, man, like I said earlier, there are four questions you got to ask yourself and mm-hmm. battle with every day. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Why are you here? What are you doing? Where are you going? Those are the four, the four questions you got to deal with yourself with. But in all of that, it's, it's, it's knowing knowing you first. Yes, know what know who you are. Know what you're about. Then know your purpose. Yeah. Figure you got to figure that out. And sometimes that's a journey in of itself. So that's the first part. If you haven't dealt with you, take your time. <laughs> you still need your structures and your systems in place in order to maintain what it is that you you try that you've done and what you've built. Yeah. All right. So know yourself. And then after that, man. Sometimes once that once you get that clarity, yes sir. Then you gotta jump. <laughs> you gotta just jump and not say, you know what, it's gonna be scary. Do it anyway. Yeah. It's gonna be hard. Do it anyway. Yeah. It's gonna be challenging. Do it anyway. 
You know what I'm saying? That's the second part, man. You gotta do that. Sure. And then the third part is just and then just keep doing it. Over and over again. Now, I'm at a point where I'm at a school right now and I'm ready to jump, man. I've been ready to jump for a long time. Right? But the hard part is, is that the way the way my uh situation is set up as a as a principal, I'm a black man in the school, man. That carries a different level of perspective and weight. Perspective and weight. I talked about abandonment, right? Mm. Bro, I got abandonment issues. Mm. So I left my brothers, mm. right? Oh, my dad wow. left yep. me. Yep. I left my brothers. When I left Crescent High School, that was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Yes, you know why? Check this out. Quick story. Um, I always told my students that I was going to be with them for four, at least four years. And they were ninth graders, right? So I was like, ninth graders, you got four years. I got four years. The thing was, my wife had just did her started her residency here in Grand Rapids. Yes, we didn't know that when she was done, where she was going to get a job. Mm. So I'm not. The, I don't know if I'm gonna be here after four. After yeah. she's done with her four years, we might go to Vegas. We might go to Seattle. We might go to New York. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm only guaranteeing you four, right? Yeah. At the end of three years, I got the job as an assistant principal. Yes, sir. So I'm like, oh, and where was that at? What's that? Well, if you were at Creston, what right. school did you become an assistant principal? At? Central. At Central. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. The school I'm at right now is Central. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So I got the job and I was like, oh, shoot, I got to tell these kids. I told them kids four. <laughs> I told them four. And I'm telling you, it was my thing. Like, yeah. listen, we're going to do this together. Yeah. Right? We were, they were in a tough program, the Grapset program. That's engineering biomedical science. It's not light stuff. They're taking STEM physics. They didn't take just physics. They didn't take just chemistry. They didn't take just trigonometry. Like they took STEM, the STEM version of physics, the STEM version of chemistry. Like it's all science, engineering, yes, math. Wow. Anyway, I told these cats, um, I'm gonna be with you, and we're gonna leave at the same time. That was it. We're gonna we're gonna graduate together. Mm. At the end of three years, I got the job. One of my counterparts. Before I could tell anybody, she put this little, congratulations, oh, McGee, sh- you're going to send. And so the kids would come into class and look at my office and be like, no. And, I, and, and man, I hope I don't break down and cry, man, because it's a, it's been a trigger point for a long time. And um, I'll never forget the look on these girls' faces, the look on these guys' faces when they said, you leaving? You, 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 didn't, you didn't have enough in you to tell us yourself? Uh, how dare you like this is what one girl said how dare you but it's okay I expect that from somebody like you it's been happening all my life and why would it change now and she walked away that was hard for me and it still is right so I recently I recently I did recently talk finally talked to her she reached out through another friend you know I keep in touch with a lot of my students yeah um, and she said, I think I'm ready to talk to McGee. This was about, uh-huh. this is like in February. So that, and that was, was, that was yeah, in 2011. Oh my God. That's 11 years ago. That was oh 2011. Wow. She said, I think I'm ready to talk to McGee. Oh my God. And we sat and we ate and we, 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 we just talked. Did she understand why you did what you did? She did. Bro, the fact she that you even have a connection and a relationship with those students though like that is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like that's 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 sad. But like mm-hmm. the fact that right. it's funny because even this the short time that I met you when we were together, I could tell like the energy with you walking around and the way kids like looked at you and stuff mm-hmm. was just was almost was very different. I went to Rockford and like people 
you know, respected their teachers or whatever, but, like, um, I don't really know that anybody had a connection like that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure there was. It was it's a big school. I mean, I, my graduating class was, like, six or 700 kids. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. I'm sure there were things I didn't see, but, like, just, just kind of watching you walk around and the way people looked at you and everything was just, like, just different. It's, it's amazing that you can even have that relationship with them in the first place because I know that the one or two, like I said, I went to rock for my whole life, the one or two teachers that I had that stuck out to me in a year, you know what I mean, made, uh, like, changed my life. So mm-hmm. the fact that you could do that, even, and it's, you know, sad that something like that would happen, but for sure, for years, I'm sure you impact kids in a way that is just, like, sets them up to be better for the whole rest of their life. That mm-hmm. is just a, that's a beautiful thing, man. That's, a, that's, a, that's amazing. That yeah, is really yeah, cool. Because, like... I don't, and you know, I guess, like I said, every school is different, every situation is different, but like, I kind of felt like that was lacking from, Mm -hmm. for for me when I was in school because maybe it was so busy. Mm -hmm. You know, we had 30, 30, uh, the average like classroom was probably 30 kids. Like, it was just Mm -hmm. hustling and bustling. Everything was always moving. Um, So it was just really nice. A few teachers that stood out to me, like sixth grade and, and a few in the high school, were just like, was so refreshing and I'll just I'll never forget the impact either small or large that they had on me mm-hmm. in that short time so I can imagine that for every unfortunate situation you might have upset somebody as a million you know a million kids are just like you did yeah, yeah. you made an impact on their mm-hmm. life that that will never that they'll just keep with them forever you mm-hmm. know which is just a, that's, that's a beautiful thing right. that's amazing that's yeah, something I think we could all strive for you know everybody it's kind of like cooking people like you like to cook for people because you like yeah it's a weird thing but it's like you like to to serve you know you like to serve you like to 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 put that in someone's uh head and just and let them take that with them forever it's Mm -hmm. that experience you know and that's like that's a beautiful thing that's really cool man that's really cool yeah man um that's that's it and that was the fact that you could even make that make somebody that upset just means that, I ain't good like that you know I mean that's, that's sad but you know what I mean yeah, like, nobody sure. would be that upset if you weren't that important right. and if you weren't that impactful and, and special you know so, yeah that's the stuff I have to deal with though. that's the other side that's of hard. it that's hard right so it's hard to leave Yeah, I left hard. Creston man I went over to Central right and um, you know they were proud of me yeah. they were proud of me because this is what they knew that that's what I wanted yeah. I wanted to be an assistant principal yeah. so they were proud of me um, but at the same time I, I left and then even when I left Central to go to the elementary school, yeah. same thing. Yeah. How you just gonna leave us? Yeah. <laughs> you just gonna leave us like that? Yeah. And I wish I, I could be everywhere I, I was. Did the same, is that the yeah. same thing? And so, um, and then when I left the elementary school, now this this hit a little bit different. Yeah. Why? These guys are younger. I, mean, I was a rock star yeah. these guys, oh, man. Oh, like, I could go wrong. I could go off on the whole school. Yeah. We would have lunch. Yeah. And I'd be like, this is a quiet lunch. Ain't nobody talking. You eat and put your head down. And I'll dismiss you when I'm ready. Like, going off, right? <laughs> Next day, it's like, Dr. McKee. Like, nothing happened. Yeah, man. You know, so that's when that I was structure, like, though. That's a structure. Man, I left those babies to go back to the high school. Oh, man. Not only were the babies impacted I still have visions sounds and smells of some parents wow wow, wow, wow. I had parents hug me and I had to be like we're not in a relationship I don't want anybody to think this is a thing <laughs> but they were hugging me crying saying listen I don't know what to do without you you've been you've been the father figure for my daughter my son it's been you 
And so you're leaving. I don't, I don't know what to do. When that keeps happening, it's like, I, what are you supposed to do? I, I'm trying to elevate. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But do I just leave my people? They need me, man. They need me. So left, came to the high school, right? But here's the thing, too. If I added a, a fourth piece to that, yes, that, that, that those, those tips, yeah. it's like you have to stay with somebody that's going to be a guide for you. Yes, you going to an entrepreneur, you going to the jungle, bro. You going to the, the, the abyss. Yeah. And you don't know what's out there sometimes. It's dark. So you need somebody some guide you and say, hey, man, listen, I've been down this road. Don't go this way. Do not go this way. Stay here. You stay right here. Yeah. Stay with a coach. If you, if, if you can't stay with a coach, that's not enough. Get a therapist, right? Um, my therapist last week, we had a conversation, and this is what we're talking about. He said, so when are you going to do your entrepreneur thing, man? How long are you going to stay at the school? How long are you going to stay here? You talk about leaving when you going to leave. And I'm like, I, uh, a couple of years. <laughs> he said, well, why won't you leave? What's stopping you? Yeah. And I said, man, I went back to the, yeah. the homegirl. Yeah. Let me stay yeah. the balloons. Yeah. And the I went back to the elementary school. I went back to those spaces. I'm like, it's hard because as a black man, we represent 2% of the education population. Hmm. Right? As far as teachers and teachers. 2%. Wow. It 2%. Is, it's ironic that you mentioned that because just me going back to the school in Southern, I talked to the president of PTSA, and um, you know Miss Gina. Miss Gina, yep, I did her yep. home inspection for her. Yep, yep. Her Rebe- uh, uh, um, Rebecca, who's a counselor, um, and then uh, like I said, the the president of PTSA told me the same thing. He said, "Mr. Chandler, we're glad that you're back in the building, based on who you are, and on that the kids who necessarily look like you have a form of representation." Yeah. Of yeah. what structure and what what like you know what I'm saying the the, the good mm-hmm. of, of our people and everything like that, bro. Yeah. So because I think city for the most part, a lot of the teachers are older, they're, so they're retiring, mm-hmm. and then all of their leaders are women. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily even have the a dominant ro- male role model wow. at all, really throughout the school mm-hmm. to. To, to make that impact. So I understand what the kids... Uh, I understand what you did to the kids by making that move. Yeah. However, I think what should what should fix all of that or should at least make you feel better is that you moving made a bigger impact on them without them even potentially knowing. Yeah. And, and yeah. They didn't understand it at the time, but yeah. you had to make that move because it wasn't just about you. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't just about them. That's right. You you feel what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And that's yeah. a challenge for people to understand that. But at some point in time, people have to grow and we got to go. Because if not, we stay there right. and right. nothing right. necessarily happens. Yep. So you you're right. You're teaching them with that, how to get to that next level. And yep. you got to make decisions. Huh. The amount of people that you can probably move your way up and help is just going to expand with time. Uh, that's, huh. that's why I wanted to go from the classroom. Yeah. To becoming a, a principal, it was a, it was a cognitive decision. It was an intentional decision. I didn't know when it was going to happen, but it did. And I knew that I wanted to have a broader impact. Yes, sir. Instead of just my classroom, my classroom was dope. We were we were rocking. Yes, sir. In my first year teaching, I was teacher of the year. Yes, sir. Right, I was. Yes, sir. Um, so it's like, how do I imp- grow this? Keep growing it. That's yeah. why I, schools, families, and communities. Yeah. I, I impact schools. 
I want to help families and then the surrounding communities. Let's let's. It takes all of us to make this jump work. Mm-hmm. It just That's does, up. man. So um, so yeah, man. That piece having a coach, having a therapist. Right. My therapist was like, "Why aren't you? Why won't you leave?" I, I, it's know, hard for me. You'll know when the time is right. And just like you guys said, y'all should sign up, maybe talk some clients because that's what they said. They said, "Look, you know what?" He said, "When you left, did the people that were in your care were they eventually okay?" I said, "Yeah, they were good. Mm-hmm. It took a minute. They were good." Mm-hmm. He said, "They're always gonna be okay. They're always gonna figure it out." Yeah. When yeah. you left, when you went to college, this is the conversation I had with my wife. When you went to college, this is her. When you went to college. You were that person for the family. Like, I mean, I was driving around making sure grandma got her medicine, took people to the grocery store. I did all, I did all of it, all of it. And when I left, guess what? They said they were cool. They figured it out. So I got to get in that space and stay focused there. Like you said, B, it's like it's bigger than that individual. These this these groups of people that I'm. And it's bigger than you to us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's it's bro. It's. So obviously from Detroit, you know who Big Sean is, but he got mm-hmm. a song and it literally talks about it's bigger than me. Oh, and it always is a hundred percent of the time and stuff like that. Um this this episode I don't know necessarily, even with the vibe and everything that we've been talking about, I don't know if we necessarily even want to even go into any type of home maintenance tips typically <laughs> to the end of the yeah. show, man, because I feel like we didn't touch yeah. on things that I necessarily even plan on touching about, but I'm glad that Fantastic. you were able to come on the show, yeah. bro, and have this very, I want to say, this is probably one of the most in-depth conversations we didn't oh, have yeah. Yeah. On, on the podcast, man, yes, but this is the reason why I wanted to, to have oh, you on here, man. man. Um, and, and as we go towards... Before he gets too famous, he no. can't get on the podcast. You have a hard time reaching yeah. <laughs> Or we have to pay. Might be up to need a few grand, man. security. Plus, when he does get famous, people can go looking back in the archives and say, oh, these are under the rock. Yeah. Uh, We have to watch our numbers going to go. (laughs) So we appreciate you, man. Um, As we go more towards the end of the show, um, typically how we wrap up is going over some some goals. I, at the beginning, we necessarily didn't restate the goals that we went over um, last show. Or if I remember what Yeah, man, it, it kind of felt like it's been... We had a different episode know, last yeah. time. We kind of, it was just you and I, and I can't remember. Yeah. We were talking about career changes yeah. and different things. I don't even yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know what we yeah. said. Huh? Whatever we set our goals for last time, we're doing fantastic yeah. with yeah. it right Agreed. now. I know that for Agreed. a fact. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. So, obviously, me and Corbin been working together consecutively now for it's almost two years. Two and a half. be close to going on four. And four? Probably by next year. Yeah, yeah. It's already yeah. the end yeah. of this year. It's been the fastest year of my oh life. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's been the fastest Damn. year of my life. It's like the, 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 the clap back from the last two years being so strange. Like huh? that rubber band oh, just pulled yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now this one yeah. just... <laughs> the trajectory is just... Huh? It's zooming. Yeah. 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 Sorry, that's nice. yeah. Yeah. So, so saying that, myself yeah. and Corbin, we're working on different things. Um, mm-hmm. We just met last week to 
work on improving the website to pretty, to pretty much match that all that into our SEO and you know for, for Google rankings yep. and different things like yeah, that yeah, yeah. Um, and we are also on a pace of having 200 five star reviews by the end of the year so we're at 181 or 182 now. Yeah. We got three it's more months to go. Um, you can get there by the yeah, end of the year. Yeah, 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 paperwork to do. Mm -hmm. um, eventually, I think the goal is to where maybe there isn't any paperwork to do necessarily. You have to do everything right then and there at the property. And if that's the case, um, the value, not necessarily what we do, but what we're going to be able to offer future employees is just going to go up because we're going to be able to pay you more mm -hmm. and you make more money in less amount of time, it only gonna add more value to that. So those are the things that we're working on. And then obviously the thing with home facts and stuff going on to next year. Um, and before I let you know you and Corbin Corbin share, um, obviously at the beginning of the the show, I kind of shared with you guys that yesterday um, was my wife Monique's 30, 30 um, second birthday. Yeah, yeah. And um, she was telling me, you know, we were just talking, man, and she ended up finding out that she was pregnant yesterday morning. Oh. And it's ironic because she already had a doctor visit planned for yesterday evening. Wow. Um, so she went there, they reconfirmed it. And man, I mean, wow. even when she told me that morning when she took her own pregnancy test on my way to the barber shop, something just kind of came over me, bro. I, I, I can't I necessarily. Yeah. So how, I, I I don't know, bro. Just this, this last day, bro, this 24 hours has just been mentally different for me in a good way. I just yeah. naturally look at life different now. Um, knowing that I probably, what, got about seven and a half, eight months to necessarily prepare myself <laughs> to, go, to go on this journey relationship yeah. that's never going to end, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And everything like that. So I'm, I'm looking forward to making myself a better person, to be even more disciplined, to be more motivated, be more inspirational, um, because those things are only going to trickle down into my seat. Mm -hmm. And as a parent, I would be selfish to not necessarily feed those things in to my seat. Mm -hmm. So I got to even be a hundred times the man I once man. was based on I got. And, and, and the thing is, I've been having obviously an abundance of practice, you know, with it because when I met Monique, Monica was three and a half, four years old. So even being able wow. to build that relationship with my stepdaughter, who I value as my own, and I'll be able to actually have my own born child, I, I it's... I'm kind of at a, you know, lost yeah, the word yeah. words for that, bro. How yeah. how God just within the last 24 hours, our connection and the <laughs> conversations we didn't had is is just I, I don't know, man, how to really explain it. Yep. Um, yep. and everything like that. So that's pretty much my biggest goal um, is to continue being the person, the best person I can be, knowing that that's going to trickle down um, into my seed that me and Monique brings into this world together. Oh, so. Man. Yeah. Um, and everything like that. So by the time this episode is actually released, it'll be November. Well, yeah. October, November-ish. Yeah, um, yeah, by yeah. that time, like yesterday, I told my mom, told my siblings, um, told my Uncle Rick and my cousin Ryan and different things yeah. like that. So 
Um, you're super geek, man, and looking yeah. forward to the process. Forward, so, um, yeah. before we, yourself, man, any any goals or? Um, yeah, I guess you know the last time we talked about, I uh, I I accepted a job, which was kind of uh-huh. strange for me. I've been like freelance and doing my own thing for about three four years now, but uh, I just had an opportunity come my way that was pretty pretty hard to pass up. So okay. I want to give it a try. So, um, I've been at that for um actually only a couple of weeks, but um officially started uh yeah about two weeks ago and um, i'm really happy with it it's it's been going really really well um the challenge for me is going to be like um it it, def- it definitely is taking up my time which i'm not really complaining about because i i kind of equate like i used to do um short order cooking in restaurants if it mm-hmm. if it paid more you know mm-hmm. i could see myself doing that forever because what yeah. i liked about it was i love cooking mm-hmm. and i love that it just you know you get the tickets lined up before you know it, the the whole lunch rush is gone, and it's about time to go already. Right. I love that being being in the zone and just and yeah. knowing what you're doing, and and not even being kind of almost on autopilot. I yeah. do love that, and so this job it, it just happens to be it's front end development. It's something that I've been working at for a while. I'm good at it. I get that same feeling. So oh, good. The whole day can go by, and I just be like, I feel like it wasn't enough time in the day. You know, I don't. Oh, brother. Yeah, it's really nice. So I'm looking forward. I don't know how long that's gonna last. I suspect at least a couple of years, and I. I don't know what it's going to turn into maybe maybe a lifetime i don't know it's a it's a cool opportunity but uh that said i've still got some other business obviously brian and i work together um we're, i'm probably going to change a little bit not much but we're changing a little bit about how that looks but we're kind of just focused everything kind of comes together at the right times like oh, yeah. we're just focused on other things now that actually just so happens to be like probably going to keep me in my computer a little more anyways which is more uncomfortable so that's all kind of lining up but i do have some other business that uh, the challenge for me is going to be like, I kind of got to like, you know, I'm going to, I'm, I'm getting up six o'clock. I got to go to the gym. I need to do it. You know, um, it's important to me right now. So I want to get in shape. I got to get up early, go to the gym. Then I got to get clocked in. Then I'm working till probably five, five thirty. Then I got, I got to set aside another couple hours oh. because I got our stuff going on. I got other business. Um, I got somebody working for me now that's been working out really well. So I got to have that couple hours to really manage that. Even on the weekends, I got to have a couple hours to get shit together for the week because I got other people relying on me now. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I, I'll be working a lot. The challenge is going to be kind of, kind of just making sure that I only like, I gotta, I gotta find a balance because I also got a relationship to maintain. Huh. I got a house to take care of, not my own house, but we got a space to take care huh. of, you know, mm-hmm. put it that way. That takes time too. So huh. I gotta be a little bit rigid about my time and saying, you know, I got this two hours after, you know, I clock out maybe that's going to be for um, other business. Then I got to stop because yep. if I don't, I'll work until I fall asleep. I'll sit here and just, you know, nod off just working because I just, mm-hmm. sometimes I just don't have that cutoff. If, if I like what I'm doing, then that's, a, I'm, I'm so blessed that a lot of the stuff I have to do is stuff that I like to do, but I gotta, I gotta flip that switch sometimes. So that's going to be the challenge for me is just right. being so organized that I can be efficient with that sort of thing, have that two hours, be enough to move things along. It's really forced me like in my business to be, to be a delegator and to just mm-hmm. realize like, if I only got two hours a day, that's maybe 10, 12, 14 hours a week, depending on the weekends and how I structure that and everything. Mm-hmm. I got to make that time count. And then outside of that, I got to have whoever's working with me and working for me know exactly what they yeah. need to do and how to do it. Because that's the business now. It's not just me wearing all the hats and doing everything. I got to start to give that to other people and give them opportunities. And uh, this is, it's been something we've talked about yeah. for forever, something I've been looking to do. And this yeah. has kind of just forced my hand into doing that. So. Yeah. 
I'm, and I'm happy about that because it's like now now I don't have a choice. I could either we just we were just talking about this last week. You know, you got people that kind of want to go to work, cock out, go home, and just and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But we know we're not the, that we're not that person. You know, I'm not that person. But so it's gonna just be about setting a, a little bit of boundaries and really just learning how to make that work in a way that I can let that stuff go and just see how it turns out and just learn to manage, you know, that sort of thing. So that, that's going to be my challenge for the foreseeable future, but, <laughs> you know, but I'm happy with it. Man. It's going, it's going really well so far. So I got, um, I, I got a lot of faith. It's going to work out. It's going to be good. Yeah. 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 How about yourself, Jay? You got any goals? Man. Yeah, so, wow. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm trying to get away from that because that's that's always my issue. So I, I'm, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm, now I'm overwhelmed. Yeah, now I don't do anything because I'm just like it's yeah. too much. Yeah, it's yeah. too much. And I get stagnant. So now I got three. All right. So number one, I gotta finish this book. That's okay. And we're waiting for finish this book. Okay. Um. So I'm I'm working on that. I gotta um. Accountability partners. That's our. That's a hard one because you got to work all day. Same thing. You got to exactly. set aside that time. Absolutely. You can't spend three hours on it. Plus, you right. can't always get in the zone with that sort of yeah, thing. Right, right. It's that's just, a creative work. That's is, not something that you can just force yourself to do if you're exactly. not in the mood. That's a tough one. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm yeah. a creative person. I used to be an art teacher, man. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but I want to get this book done. Right. Hopefully, I can have it done. But I'm What's the percentage? Person. How far would you say you are? How far? Percentage wise, like I got what? the title. Okay. <laughs> but you know what? Right. Watch this. Right. I got a process that I'm, I started my own podcast. That's right. Okay. I did not know that, man. Yeah, I did. It's, it's, it, it is, it's so selfish, man. Because it's really for me. I don't care if anybody ever sees it. That's cool. That's but I put cool. it out. I do That's how you should Sunday. do it. Listen, That's how you should do it. Every Sunday is called uh, Principal Self Care Sunday. Okay. So it's two for me. It's helping oh, me write. Wow. Helping me write my book. But it's also wow. helping me cope. Because, I, bro, I'm a, I, it's a lot of times what I do is on the island. And I'm going to talk about stuff. Okay. Yeah. And so every week I process my week and say, okay, what if I, if a new principal or a new leader, I don't care what industry you're in, what would they need to go through? I'm just going to share what I went through and how I dealt with it. That's and perfect. I put it on the podcast. I record myself. I get it in. And I, I, I'll take a snippet and put a little snippet on Instagram. That's right. And I got the whole video. Yeah. So and that's my, it. Yep. and yep. I'm going to use that stuff for my book. Yeah, right. that's brilliant. Yeah. All right. All right. So that thing, that's the thing. Um, hopefully, I have it done by my, by my birthday. For sure. The second thing is, um, man, I got to, I got to get my weight back down, bro. I feel you, man. I'm with I, you. Man. I, I, I can't I be you. triple double and everything. I like, feel you. I, I, I'm a good wife. I'm a good. I'm a good, yeah. I'm a good yeah. husband to my wife. Man, I'm a good father to my kids. I'm a phenomenal principal. Yes, what about me? <laughs> I can't, I can't do that and be like yeah. buff like yo yeah. I'm, I'm cooking every day for yeah. my family yeah. like I gotta figure out what we're eating tonight yeah. it's yeah. gonna be 8, 30, 9 o'clock when yeah. I get home yeah. I gotta figure out what that's gonna look like yeah. so it's tough man so I gotta get my weight down I didn't look I didn't got on Noom you heard of Noom? No. I have yeah yeah Noom? I've heard of that Yeah, yeah I, I went and got the app and this is dope because it, it it's the psychology of eating you learn uh-huh. about that first. Okay. So forget okay. all that. I'm out here pumping. Yeah. I can do that part. That's easy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Meal planning, I can do that. You can ruin your right? whole thing, though. You can you can work out for two hours and then eat three donuts and your day's ruined. You're yeah. done. You know? that's, that's the hard part. So psychologically, they'll mess you up. That's the hard Noon part. keeps you on track with that. It's yeah. like, okay. listen, hey, it's okay, but eat some more of those green foods <laughs> to offset that. Eat some berries, man. Eat some berries. Right? Yeah. Right? So that piece, man, is, uh, and then I got Sean, uh, Sean Stevens' book, okay. Eat Smarter. 
Okay. okay. The first two chapters of that is amazing because they don't tell you about fats and how that works for you. And oh, people say, fat. you need fat. Yeah. You need fat. Yeah. And this is what fat does. This is what cortisol does in your they body. They them for us. When they, they have. There was, there was a little propaganda when it came yeah. to saturated fats. And they, they, they made us think, if you eat fat, it's going to clog your arteries. The fat's going to clog your arteries. That's you not how it works. And, they, and they, they made us scared of fats. And that yep. is not true. There's some bad oh. things you shouldn't be eating, but... Generally speaking, there's healthy fats, and they will change your whole life. That is for sure. If you're not yeah. eating them, get on it. <laughs> so I, I, recommend, yeah. I recommend it already. I'm yeah. only about three chapters in. I What's it called? Eat smarter. Eat smarter. Eat smarter. Get that book. Okay. Uh, there's another book we promote in a minute too. So, so that's my second one. And then my third one is, man, how do I achieve get closer and closer to balance? Okay. Right. Yeah. I don't want to overdo stuff. I don't want to underdo stuff. I just need to be. Right about here. Yeah. How do I continue to do that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's more of a spiritual type, but that's more of that. That what does that look like in all these different aspects of my life? This idea of balance, man, and um, being a little bit more selfish, bro. That's uh, that's it. Yeah. And uh, so they, the next book is you owe you. You owe you. Et's new book is called You Owe You. I like. That. And I'm, I'm, and it's like you gotta listen. You've been working so hard to get where you are. You you got all these goals, and you've been giving it off to other people. Yeah. I've been saying this all day. Now it's time to take care of me. How are you going to fill somebody else up when your stuff is empty? Right? There's no way I can yeah. go with this, and this is all I got left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for sure. When do I get that's to a point sure. where I start doing this? Yeah. Amen. That's very right. true. Yeah, that's right? very true. Yeah. So that I can get back into the school Spread that out. and yeah. do this. Yeah. Or do this to my family. Yeah. Yeah. Right? My kids. Yeah. Right? And make sure I don't deplete myself before I... And do this to give, you. yeah, that's very true, bro. That's very true. That's what I was I look forward to the day that we get to see you make that transition because I'm it's sure when that, whenever that time comes, you'll know when it's right, and we'll be saying, I, I know that guy, yeah. podcast that guy, man. Hey, he's listen, on the he's on the path like this right now. Like, <laughs> I know it's real because right before I came here, my last meeting was yeah. with my my boss. Yeah. And um, we were talking about being healthy, man. Take care of yourself. And I looked at him. I said, "Listen, I ain't doing this forever, man. What about the pension?" I was like, "Listen, yeah, I'm gonna give you about three, at least three years, three, yeah. three or four years, and I'm, I'm done." Yes, sir. Yeah. I said it. Yeah. You know how hard it was for me to say that to him. Yeah. But I said it. So now, once I said it, I feel that. I feel it's, that. It's, it's, it's so yeah. it's coming, man. It's so coming. I just gotta put a date on it, and it's gonna happen. That's yes, for sure. Guaranteed. You'll know. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'll know. Everything will line up. Everything will line up. Yep. That's awesome. So that's who we are, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I'd like to thank you again, man, uh, for joining us and blessing us with your presence on this podcast, man. Uh, if you don't mind sharing your contact information, if, if anybody is looking to book you for any type of speaking engagement, events, motivation, or anything oh, that's like that, right there. just kind of share, you know what I'm saying, your, your contact information, social media, email, mm-hmm. or anything like that where people can reach you at. Yeah, man. So the best place is the uh, just my website www.drjmcgee.com. You can go there, and um, you will see. And so you can book me. You can see what I'm about, what we're nice. doing. Um, that I'm on Instagram at Dr. Jay McGee. Um, Facebook 
uh, the transformational leader. The transformational <laughs> leader. I love you. Your me there. Man, I love listen, I, it's, 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 I, I'm trying to make yeah. this thing work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Transformational leader. Um, and then what else? Instagram. I said Instagram, yeah, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, listen, I'm on all platforms and I, I do a word of the day. I don't I do it every day. Yeah, man, I didn't get to do it today. I'm kind of mad. I'm like, oh, <laughs> the word was thorough. Today. Sometimes you, you just need to record like four of them when you're. It's uploaded. We had a really crazy week this week, so they're like, we need, we need you in the building. I do them in the morning. Yeah, that's good. Otherwise, the day get you. So, but yeah, word of the day, man. I do that on Insta, uh, Instagram and Facebook. Yep. So those are the places, the best places to reach me, man. So, Dr. J. McGee, yeah, Dr. J. McGee at gmail.com. Man, we about to take you to the left, bro. Yes. <laughs> well, that sounds that sound like a plan, man. And yes, then, um, that is uh, a wrap. That's yes, right, bro. Yeah, thank you, bro.